0: Concert costs just forty-five cents, Chris.
1: What concert costs just forty-five cents? I don't know. Fifty
0: Cent featuring Nickelback.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, there yeah! it is! Finally, dang it! The, the the audio just took a second to load. <laughs> it was like a slight
0: stutter. That almost would be funny, except it's funnier because you have to wait for the. Doo-doo-doo brilliant
1: because <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the drummer didn't get the joke so it <laughs> took him a second
0: <laughs> oh my gosh welcome back to a special what's the best thing you watched because it's also what's the worst thing you watched this week because we almost flipped it but we're going to talk about both the best and worst thing that we watched this week because it's been in one of those interesting weeks again and it just felt like if we're gonna have enough to talk about we need to talk about the worst things which was a lot Uh, So I think we're going to have fun with that. Thank you so much for joining us. My name's Ruben. I'm from the Ruby Tuesday. Over there, we have Chris from Movies and Munchies. You can check out our channels and all our stuff that we got going on in our descriptions. But this has been a podcast slash video cast that we've been doing now for about two and a half years and uh, we every week talk about the best thing we watched in the audio exclusive bit we talk about a film that chris and i either haven't seen or haven't seen for a long time so there's an exclusive review with that content we also talk about probably what's the worst thing we watch that's normally where the segment goes in there we talk about uh what we're looking forward to and uh what news is on the horizon what's going on in the zeitgeist of the entertainment world so there's a lot that we pack into this podcast and we also go on tangents because we're two bearded men that love to go on tangents so thank you for joining us it means the world to us that you are sparing your time i hope you find it informative and just fun as we try and keep it light try and keep it stupid because why be serious in this day and age there's enough seriousness to go around. Um, every week we do a, v- a a quiz that we started a while ago, a movie quiz that Chris basically is the, the the helm of that now and he does the three questions and uh, people try and guess the answers and I most weeks just go I thought I knew movies but then Chris asks these questions <laughs> and I don't recognize those quotes and nobody's fired him in the comments yet so he's just going to keep going until you guys fire him so maybe in a couple of weeks time i'll do a poll on how much percentage you would like him fired but until then, power to the people
1: <laughs> chris who won last week's quiz okay like apparently last week was just way too easy because oh, really? yeah all on the same day Tara briscoe red comet chris Retzlaff, chris Retzlaff and nostromo got them all right and then the bunny dojo got two out of three so oh nice did you check five, on mine as well I did. I ah. did. Yes. And so it's nice. just, ah, okay. Well, it's good, though. I mean, come on. We don't want it this too This just makes hard, me right? feel bad because I only got, like, two, so. <laughs> well, it's um, not bad. Yeah. Okay, so the answers to last week, uh, cool runnings, home alone, and then planes, trains, and automobiles. And mm. so the t- common tie theme within that was John Candy. Uh, this week, have another uh, there is a theme to it, but it's, it's probably going to throw you, uh, right. because not all of the quotes come from that, that, well, no, they all come from the theme, but not necessarily what you might think it is. Right. That was stupid. Anyway, let's go. Are you ready? Would you like to guess? Yes. Okay, cool. All right. Number one, doctor question. That's always bothered me. And a lot of people mayflower combined with Philadelphia, a no brainer, right? Cause this is where the mayflower landed. Not so. It turns out Columbus actually set foot somewhere down in the West Indies. Little known fact. Cool. <laughs> okay. If he came to me, I would help him, but he wouldn't come to me. It's not his style. Hmm. I recognize it. Mm-hmm. But, I mm. yeah, it's it, it's a tiny, tiny, yeah. Okay. Mm. Number three. All right, listen up, because I'm only going to say this once. Fear is a four-letter word, ladies. You want to go pee-pee in your big boy slacks? Keep it to yourself.
0: (laughs) How did you say that with a straight face? (laughs) Uh, Pee-pee in your big boy slacks? Nice. (laughs) Great. Okay. All right. As always, let us know your answers in the comments below, and Chris will let us know who won and whether he's been fired or not. Uh, I'm going to ask a question. Yes. Last week, I asked um, what animal you, you wanted to turn into. hmm You remember that? Uh, you chose, yeah. what did you choose?
1: Uh, between a kookaburra and okay. a uh, panda. And I chose a type of
0: whale that lives 200 years. So yes. that's cool. We're going with the same, but slightly different. What mystical oh. animal would you want to turn into if you could? So You can take all the fantasy realms, choose one mystical animal. I had some interesting comments last week of like what people chose, so I'm a bit inter- interested to see what people would be this time
1: around. Yeah, you know, I would I would say like a unicorn, but I actually mm. I think those could have existed. Um, and, and funny <laughs> fact, we were talking about this this week because people don't believe that narwhals are real i know that's so funny i mean to be honest
0: if you've never seen a narwhal you would think somebody just stuck a a, a horn on
1: their head sure but we, we live in okay, anyway it baffles me at, i mean you've at, seen at, a swordfish right but what yeah. is that I, have you seen the um there's this one what is it a uh, it we went. We were talking about sea creatures a couple of weeks ago. My family, while we were eating dinner, which was a weird conversation, but um, which then all us we all pulled out our phones and looked at things. But there is this fish that comes from like the very depths, utterly black. Like teeth are black, eyes mm-hmm. are black. Every and it was just horrifying. I mean, because if you were down there, first off, it's going to be dark, and then you would never see this thing come up and just. <clears throat> um. So, I think unicorns could have actually existed because narwhals exist. Um, and cool. I do believe that dragons did exist. I don't know if they <laughs> flew, but, you know, because, hey, I mean, we have dinosaurs, so why not? Um, right. I'm going to go probably with centaur.
2: Mm.
1: Okay. Yeah. Because of yeah. centaur world? <laughs> <laughs> that did pop into my head after I said it but um (laughs) Doug or or actually I'd be a moltar that's (laughs) I'm comfortable Doug comfortable Doug oh my gosh (laughs) so it's a centaur a centaur yeah I think why I don't really know why I mean maybe because I could run really fast and go places and then I could just poop wherever I wanted to and not even worry about it because that's what horses do they just walk down the street and go and away you go yeah I don't know. Do you, would you, class, you classify
0: still. a centaur as a as a fantasy creature, or would you classify centaurs as like do are elves? Are, or are they just el- a race um, like orcs? I, I, well, I, I mean, they're all fantasy they, compared it, to humans.
1: <laughs> yeah, well yeah that's what i mean that's how i was taking it yeah, that it yeah, would okay. be, yeah. i'm just setting yeah.
0: the parameters chris so we yeah you know,
1: yeah no i understand yeah i now. i i don't know i mean harry <laughs> potter is kind of fantasy right and there's a centaur in oh, sure. harry potter yeah mm-hmm. so, there you go mm-hmm. okay there's my justification
0: <laughs> okay so you'd be a centaur <laughs> what about All you right. yeah i mean it's a, it's a really difficult one i love so many um, I think of Phoenix. I, I loved Phoenix. Mm. They they always have me interested in they they have healing properties. They seem to have understanding. Um, like they're they're quite I don't know if it's emotional understanding, but they there's a hierarchy to to, to, their, to their fantasy lore. Uh how Gandalf uses them or how they're described in other books or shown they seem to be able to either travel through like teleport so they can just go in between realms and then appear as where you are. That or a griffin, because I've always liked the combination of uh,
1: creatures. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, in the phoenix, I mean, gosh, you're never going to die. Right? Just keep being reborn.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. A griffin would be fun. And so would that uh, that owlbear thing from D&D.
0: Oh, so cool! (laughs) (laughs) I want to be that. Yeah, it's (laughs) great. No one's gonna mess with you. (laughs) No, not at
1: all. Oh man! All right. So let us know
0: what you fantasy creature you would choose to be. Should we dive in? Yeah. What were you gonna say? What.
1: Oh no! That no—that's exactly what I was gonna say. But I was just like, "Are we going to die?" I was gonna be different than you know. Are we ready to talk about the best thing we watched this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> are we, are yeah, we, I'm I'm sure.
0: either or is fine. I just want to know think what's what. Uh, forest Gump's email address is.
1: Forest Gump's email. I don't know. One
0: forest. One. <laughs> 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 on the terribleness of that joke should we talk about the worst things I think so that way
1: we can end on kind of a high note (laughs) yeah 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 yeah.
0: let's just let's talk about the the one that's obviously hurt us the most this week which I presume is Meg too
1: (laughs) dude dude my bar was set so low for this movie to to, for enjoyment I I.
0: i was really excited to go and watch this movie i've seen the trailer i knew it was going to be stupid i just expected like a a little bit better than the first one like because it looked like they've been given more of a budget so i thought if they can embrace that and then take the good stuff from the first one and then go what actually makes a good shark movie when i came home i said to Kirsten, well that was interesting this is an an adjacent 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 shark movie (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the last 20 minutes of the shark movie the first hour of like 40 minutes was just 10 other movies
1: <laughs> i was so mad when we left i mean i was excited I, okay so i took my whole family to see it and we didn't there were no screeners oh so we you know we paid and we went and it was just like Oh, that is two hours of my life. I can't get back. My wife, luckily, she was able to sleep through it. She slept through parts of it. And um, I think my daughter in law slept through parts of it too. I I couldn't even laugh at some of the stupidity. Like there were a couple points that I did, but it was we were promised from the trailers three megs. Mm-hmm. And that was gonna just—that's—that's that's how you amp up what was done in the first one, right? We've already been established that these Not exist only that, now. We were promised an apex. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, and and they didn't do anything with that. And somebody in the comments actually reminded me too. What was up with the the beginning where they show the strength of the suit where he punches through concrete this huge concrete block? Mm. They never used that. Okay. The, okay. The bar is set so low for this, right? We did not go in expecting anything. Great. I just wanted fun. I just wanted, I wanted a, a big shark movie with, with over the top action, Jason Statham doing stupid stunts, taking on all of these sharks. And you're right for the last 20 ish minutes. That's kind of what we get. But before that, I mean, you have, what is up with that corporate espionage type of storyline? Who
0: thought that? It's like putting humans in Transformers movies. It's like, we want a shark movie. It's called The Meg. I want to watch a movie about The Meg, not about all these other people building stuff. I don't care about any of that. And you've also not given us any backstory for them, really. So why do I care about them? I don't know. Why well, I, I, am I meant to be sad that you're dying? I don't know who you are. Who are you?
1: Yeah. No. Exactly. Yeah. I don't. I don't know who you are. I. I really think that they showed all of the best scenes in the trailer. Yes. I mean, they they show the girl um, who you know she's she's on her cell phone, and the Meg comes through the wall, and you know eats her. I'm like, okay, well, I already knew that was coming. That would have been f- kind of at least a fun surprise, but no, that was, you know, and then him, Jason Statham doing his barrel roll with the you know, the jet ski and... Yeah. It, this, like, I, I walked out, when I walked out, I told my family, I was like, I had a better time in the theater watching Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. <laughs>
0: oh, my gosh. <laughs> because at that least it one, knew what it was. This film didn't know what it wanted to be. It literally was 10 movies. It couldn't decide what
1: it wanted to be. It promised something and then gave us something completely different. Whereas Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey promised us stupid and gore. And Um, we got stupid and gore. Also, I have so many questions.
0: Like, I know you can't apply logic to this movie at all. But there were so many things that I was like, really? You died from that, but you're still alive. Like, uh, Also, the guy that they killed... Oh okay, I c I can't. There was a guy that I thought was dead that somehow managed to come back and I was like, didn't they take the last sub from him? Like that was his escape vehicle. How did he they left him in way in
1: the trench. He was he was in a suit. He was in a pressurized suit. Remember, and he rode the bar- the the thing up. He that rode. Takes what? The, 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 like a, the bubble? Like a buoy type of thing, yeah. Oh, all
0: right. I guess I missed
2: yeah. that bit. <laughs>
1: my my question is though and this is again this is logic so so it's a stupid question first off okay and and i shouldn't apply any rationale to this but i am genuinely just con- confused and would like to know the the explanation for it okay so the 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 dinosaur looking things that yes. are down in the depths mm-hmm. and then they are down then they are up on the island yeah the the pressure difference those things should have been like balloons I they mean, couldn't they should survive. have looked like a giant Every blimp.
0: single fish that we've had that's come up dies. Well, I don't know if you've ever seen on the news actual dinosaur fish that somehow mm. reach the surface. They live for like half an hour and then they're dead. Uh, they, they didn't explain that at all, especially if these are below the trench. Like, it's even worse.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't There's know. one I bit
0: where they try to explain how you can survive outside in that pressure when if you equalize. I think that's bullshit. I'm sorry. That I'm, I'm was, calling bull crap.
1: The, you just have to get rid of the um the air out of your sinuses. That's <laughs> it's what the they air said.
0: Your brain added the
1: your body. It's <laughs> your you can't get rid of all of it. Your oxygen has blood in it. I mean, at least <laughs> at least remember in um the abyss. Yeah, they have a good um basis because they're down deep. And what do they have to do to equalize to make that pressure? Is they, they have, have to then it's like so they have to drown basically yeah, and and, yeah. and swallow the liquid oxygen, mm-hmm. so that you know. And it's like your body will remember it. It like lived in, for you're, nine you're, months.
0: Yeah, you're in your mother's uh, womb again, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, exactly. It will remember. Just go, you know. And it, you see that horrifying as they drown, kind of, as and they then drown. they and then like oh, yeah, get, I can do this. I don't then, think see, I think I'd die to be honest. Oh, I would have too, but but that makes sense, though, right? I mean, that or yeah. at least how that's set it's, up. But
0: yeah, no, it's a theory he, that could work.
1: Yeah, I at least buy it because it it the logic follows all the way through in their mm. rules. Here, w- w- you you still have air in your lungs. It doesn't matter about your sinuses. <laughs> and I still didn't understand that. How are you? How are you sucking in the air? and then only blowing it out of your sinuses and not out of your lungs as well. I think our, our, we have gone down a path of... Trying to apply logic questions. to
0: the, the dumbest <laughs>
1: film. Yeah,
0: it's not going to work, Chris. Also, no, when we eventually is... get to the kaiju bit, why don't they actually let us see them fight? There's like this little bit of frothy water in between the two monsters, and then they're like, uh,
1: gone. Be- i like, this is what you were building up to. Because the because the CGI was not good, and you're right. in daylight now, so you have <laughs> yeah, to you can't
0: hide it in the ocean.
1: <laughs> yeah, except they tried to oh. because they made the the ocean at that little of depth so dark in mm. the middle of the day. I mean, mm-hmm. light is going through it.
0: Yeah, I noticed that so too.
1: This this is in competition for the worst movie of the year.
0: Yeah, I think um, I think it's it, up there.
1: And definitely yeah. the biggest, one of the biggest disappointments. Just the,
0: probably uh, the worst movie for with biggest budget. Like
1: some yeah. films,
0: you almost you understand small budget terrible film. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, you can kind of get it, but huge budget, big cast. I was watching clips from the first one, and in comparison, first one's great. Like <laughs> I was like, "Holy crap, this is so much better than the second one."
1: What what happened? <laughs> right, and see, and the first one is it, it's not good, but it's fun. No. Like yeah. I, I,
0: I, but there's also a more emotional. They actually make some emotional attachment. There's characters in there that
1: you care about. Yeah. In this one, I'm yeah. just like. Mm. I mean, they eat more people in this one, but I don't care. Well, people. Well, the people aren't real in this one. There's no blood. There was yeah, more blood no. in the
0: first one than there was in this one, and the first one had barely any blood. When the whale, yeah. when the the thing that the I say whale because it's as big as a whale, the meg is going chomp chomp chomp, and I'm like I don't care. Like the it's 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 a nice visual, but like this, you needed to show an arm and somebody screaming and their head splitting in two or something. It needed to be visceral, so they catered well, for everybody, and then actually what they ended up doing is catering for no one.
1: Yeah, well, and I don't. I mean, I understand why they go PG thirteen route versus r but i've seen other pg-13 movies that that are way bloodier. more than that yeah absolutely that, i mean this wasn't this was animated violence this wasn't even like there wasn't anything real Talking about it. anime there's and, pg anime thirteen
0: that are way more violent to have lots of like gore and blood and uh, nudity and what have you. There was no, there's no excuse, really, for this film no. not to be good because mm-hmm. there's ten expensive movies in here. They just needed to settle on one.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, ugh. Okay. Ugh. <sighs> what else was poo for you this week? Okay. Um. I'm only going to be able to talk about a little bit of this, and I did not watch your review because I thought I was going to actually... Have the stamina to finish it. Oh, you um, didn't even finish it. Okay. <laughs> no. So this this may not be on your worst list, but I'm gonna actually need some of you you to at least fill me in on some of it. Sure, but sure. sure, sure, sure. I was really looking forward to this this movie because, um, well, I like zombie things. Uh-huh. Um, Zom One Hundred, whatever the rest of it was, something of the dead. <laughs> um. I, I got about 20 minutes into this and I just did not care. Um, I, I I, like, and I wanted to, so that was the thing I was, I was looking forward to it. First off, I Mm. wanted to see this and then I, I was willing it to be better. You know what I mean? Mm. You know how you stick with things and you want them to be good. So you, you continue to watch them and you just hope that they're going to get better or investing or whatever. Mm. Um, so what what did you think of it was this would disqualify yeah, the worst? Or?
0: maybe it's it's interesting cuz i think in hindsight i'd probably even lower my score because i was i was i had the ability to have seen half of the anime series mm-hmm. first so yeah. i think i was comparing knowing what should have been in it and what the characters are actually <laughs> like so I was like, oh, yeah, there's that bit, which they didn't put in there. Oh, yeah, there's that bit,
1: which they didn't put in there. (laughs) Go ahead. We'll cut this audio part of mine out. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Yeah, so... Actually, wait. Let me me come right back. I'll be right back. Okay. 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 okay.
0: Yeah, so I think Chris should definitely dye his beard multicolors for his next tribute you know how yearly he does where he shaves his hair i think it'd be quite fun if he shaves his hair and dyes his beard different colors what do you guys think let us know in the comments i think that is a great idea if he does it i will dye my hair my my beard different colors as well because that's just the best way to kind of change things up and, and make And make people really understand what you believe in
1: (laughs) i don't know okay (laughs) (laughs) where were we Uh,
0: somewhere okay Zom 100 yeah so the anime is continuing to air every episode the thing that this movie does wrong or maybe does right i think it almost expects people to have watched the anime so that you can fill in the gaps yourself because there's literally two episodes so you're th- talking about 40 minutes of our guy at the workplace um in the worst workplace ever and the movie it like goes, he's had a terrible workplace and it's like 10 minutes in and he's done and it's like very little background as to the hardship that he's gone through so mm-hmm. by the time the zombie stuff kicks in you are so ready for him to be free of the world so that when he literally goes yeah that's and the zombies suddenly come in with their colorfulness and so one of the big things that they didn't transfer into the movie that the zombies are part of the artwork because like instead of like gory blood it's like pink yellows and blues they should totally mm. have just embraced that and kept it in it would have been something different so when you get in the movie you're like, okay, okay, so he's had a hard time, but the world has gone to zombies, now why do I care? I don't know if you've got any further, but there were a couple of characters that he joins. There's three of them that travel together eventually. Mm -hmm. You see that, and that's much more entertaining. There's a young girl that doesn't want anybody, she doesn't want to be reliant on anybody, uh, which makes it interesting when she has to be reliant on them. There's his best friend, they were uh, part of the American football team, uh, <laughs> oh, the yeah, line I saw here. him
1: having dinner with them. Yeah, yeah. okay.
0: So that okay. They, they they sort out their friendship and they mm-hmm. go traveling and they hear about an aquarium that is a safe haven. And so that's the first half of the movie. Once you reach the aquarium, it's what's going on in the aquarium is the second half of the movie. Okay. Had you stayed until the end, you would have seen a creature feature that was so much better than the Meg. There is a shark that is something like out of uh, Junju Aito's creations, because it's a shark with legs, zombie legs and feet, and they have a big fight with it, and it's awesome. And so, had I, had the film not embraced the craziness, there was a last 20 minutes that really worked, uh, which was a lot of fun. And That's the sort of craziness they should have been embracing, what the anime is like. So, they got mm. it right for the last 20 minutes, but, it, it, mm. it, yeah, it does take its time getting there.
1: Yeah, that was, uh, like, I just, I wasn't I wasn't sold on it, and that is a bummer because it because um, <laughs> I did miss then that shark. Uh, <laughs> I kind of want I you just
0: to go back like forward up. and just go watch that scene because it, yeah, I'm going so to funny. now because it's, it's, it's very
1: intriguing to yeah <laughs> yeah, and you're also like,
0: how is that working? That makes no sense.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, uh, yeah, I don't. Know. The way you were describing it with the with the characters reminded me a bit of Zombie Land. You know? Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. You have a so there is this journey in are traveling, they're surviving. Mm-hmm. What I liked about the the journey in this one though is that they start ticking off the list of the one hundred things to do before you're dead. So there's a couple of <laughs> montages of them, like even paragliding, you know, all sort of stupid things oh. while zombies are around. And yeah. I thought that really kind of knitted you in with the characters, so you kind of mm-hmm. like the characters then because they're giving time to for you to spend with the characters. So when stuff goes wrong, you care about that.
1: You care about um, it, yeah the
0: the boss. That's really Saki. He oh, he's yeah, yeah, at yeah. their he's at their aquarium. Just to give oh. you an idea of like they okay. do have a big big bad that kind of works its way back in, uh, okay. which was great. I liked that a lot. I thought yeah, I needed something else for me to. Zombies are, are a thing in the world, fine, but who else do I hate? Because then you have the mm-hmm. good guys. Yeah, so it's you know, okay. Not quite mm-hmm. the worst thing, but almost there.
1: Okay. Okay, uh, maybe, maybe I should have given it more of a chance. I don't yeah, know, I just I think... I, I th-
0: <laughs> uh, can I move on? Yes, yes. So very disappointment, disappointing thing for me this week. And I'm surprised to be talking about it because when I walked out, I thought, yeah, that was okay. And then the more I thought about it, I was like, that wasn't okay. <laughs> like, uh, okay, so this is the new Ninja Turtles movie, meeting mayhem the animation really? the animation is beautiful like it's stunning it also does its own thing which i really liked it's not quite the spider-man animation it's not quite arcane it's in between it's mm. when you're watching it, it almost feels like it's stop-motion uh beautiful from from comic to screen it's like you're watching a moving comic but that has really artistic designs uh, if i talk about the positives the characters that they chose to use are from the outskirts of turtle mm. law so like even the big bad who is played by i think it's ll cool j um he is super fly and he was like a minor character in turtles and he is amazing like everybody's voice work i think is excellent in the turtles a, a different type of splinter the thing is and i didn't know this it's an origins film again. So we go through all of them, how they turn from turtles to ninjas. Um, mm. And it also, it, it, it embraces a story that we haven't seen really in the turtles, but I think they spend too much time in the story because then what happens, the big arc of the story is really basic. Turtles take on bad guy and try to come into their own as teens, but it oh, focuses uh-huh. on a lot on them wanting to be normal Um, like because they were and what is normal like even that doesn't make sense because they were turtles the ooze changes them and gives them um consciousness to a human Mm -hmm. level and so they just want to go to high school and be amongst them be accepted uh excuse me as i die um be accepted for who they are even though they're different so that theme is beautiful it's wonderful but it spends mm. the majority of the, I think the core of what they're trying to establish and get you to love about the turtles um, is that. So what it comes down to at the end, you're like, oh, so they didn't do anything new. The film I want to see, which isn't r- r- new either, is at the end, They, uh, I think it's the end credit scene. They showcase another character that we've seen before, but in this art style, Mm. I think would look amazing to see them go up against this character. Uh nice. The fighting scenes some real great nods to old turtle <laughs> nostalgia games and toys there's literally the, the turtle ninja car with the, which is basically the the pizza slice on top of the car and the the yellow nest that's in there. um a character will say Kawabunga. there's a gecko that does skateboarding there's you know there's just lots of just nods to old characters it just doesn't have the heart i think they wanted it to so they spend Mm -hmm. so much time on us like the story of them wanting to be normal is that they don't put enough heart and emotional content in there so it feels like it's it's weird because it I heard jeremy jones's review he says that he feels like kids will really like this but I was like I, i'm not sure it, they will i think maybe like teens will like it but it almost feels like more intelligent usage for it's like oh yeah remember when you like the turtles this what happens if the turtles you know were really thought about and were accepted so there's a there's like an adult theme there that may mm. be over really young kids heads But then the story isn't really for youngsters either. And I I, I was like, well, who's this for are they trying to pitch Hmm. it for the original People that loved the the turtles in the 80s. Yeah, or is this like Trying to bring everybody in it. I think more and more studios are trying to do this where they're trying to encompass and be open for everybody all inclusive if you if you're open to every demographic then it's if you have an established story, if you have an established characters mm-hmm. that are already some way, then you end up losing those people that loved that already, taking away what made it great. Uh, I mean, it's that's, that's not to say that's a terrible film. It isn't. There are amazing fight sequences. There's a fight sequence with Splinter that looked phenomenal. Uh, there's a gag, a funny gag, about the turtles being milked that wasn't funny for ages until they did something that really was. So, that, so it's clever comedy writing. You're like, oh, that's not funny. I don't, I don't know why they're doing that. I don't know why they're doing it. And then later, it's just kind of like, oh, you've been setting oh. that up for ages, uh, which is <laughs> nice. brilliant. So I was like, oh, okay, that's really, really clever. So there's all these things. like The, the score definitely, or I should rather say the soundtrack, is not something mm. that young kids... Not all young kids, but most young kids will just don't know. Like, it's old school uh, R&B, because, you know, got Alal Cool J there. Think about mm-hmm. that sort of um, music that is, like, really cool, groovy. There's an art style, and with that art style comes this sort of score and music that you that works well for the, the theme, the tone that they're going for. So there's so much in this that I, I loved, and then I still came out feeling like, meh which is like kind of a disappointment. I've seen some people hail this as the greatest Ninja Turtle movie of all time. And that may be the case if this is the only Ninja Turtle movie you've seen and perhaps the old 90s one. I'd be like, okay. But even the 90s one, I've got nostalgic time for because it's practical, it's costumes, it's the dialogue and lines and the score and the acting that worked for its time, early 90s, late 80s. This, again, feels like it doesn't know where to put its, f- what genre, whose demographic to place itself mm-hmm. in.
1: One one correction Ice Cube. Not oh, Ice Cube. J. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <coughs> not all rappers sound alike. They're not all the same. Yeah. Ice
2: Cube.
1: That, that, I'm, I, that, that's a bummer that it kind mm. of misses the mark on, like, you know, trying to appeal to every age group. Yeah. And, and, because
0: a lot of the time That's, I just thought it was, oh, this is for adults. And then I was like, oh, this is so young. I, said, hmm. eh. I think Pixar used to find a balance. It's it's a real art. Like, it's not easy to do.
2: No. Get mm-mm. adults
0: to love what's going on because they understand the deeper meaning and the joke, but also to have the animation and jokes in there that kids love.
1: Yeah, it's a tough... Not easy. Yeah, it's a tough yeah. gig to, to balance that out. Yeah. I'm glad, though, that the art style, I mean, the, that... Like standing. when I saw the trailer, it's like, whoa, this is I mean, we're watching I love that things have been breaking the traditional animation style. Mm. You know, and so we've had like Arcane and we've had Spider Verse and and this and you know, a handful of others that just they've they've said no, we're not sticking to the rules anymore. We mm. can do mixed media within this or different types. And oh, Puss in Boots, even. That was a great one, too. The yeah, that was so. great. Yeah. yeah. Who knew so, the
0: third part to a series that everybody thought was mediocre could end up being so good? Like, this third one is the best one in the series.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you've got heart, you've got a villain, and then the art style is like, whoa. <sighs> the villain's terrifying. Yeah. We, we are in a good time for animation. We are. Uh, I, I just... I think the stories are not all consistent. But that's, again, (laughs) the same with all movies. You know what I mean? (laughs) And Spider-Man was going to be at the top of my list this year for
0: animation. But I I remember saying in my review, but only if we get to watch second part soon.
1: Uh, (laughs) Yeah, which now no date. so Could be five years away or longer. Which I I really thought they would have... um, had the second part written, at mm-hmm. least, you know, that because you end mid-action. So it's not like you kind of have an idea where you're going, right? I mean, you have, yeah. I don't know. Okay. All right. Uh, the next on my list, um, which is probably on your list as well, <laughs> um, this, uh, so, there was a Polish action film. Oh, um,
0: I had actually it, forgotten about this one.
1: <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay. So, it came out on Netflix, and I was intrigued by it again. Mm-hmm. I thought, huh, this 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 could be fun. I don't know. I don't know exactly what's going on, but, hey, whatever. Um, it's called Soul Catcher. I really felt like as I was watching this, and I did finish this one because I kept thinking, surely it's going to, and then, <laughs> no, it didn't. Um, I felt like I was missing half the plot like mm. the, that half of the story wasn't that. being told to us like maybe i had seen like this mm. is the sequel mm. and all of the other information i should already know or Netflix something do, do that sometimes so yeah, mm. yeah i don't i was like i was so i don't know There there was just so much development that was lacking mm. from the story To understand what's going on and like, I mean, you can follow along. You see the, I mean, the steps that the characters are taking, you understand that. That's not what I mean. It's just the fact that why, what are we doing this? I mean, you have such obvious arcs that, that happen, but it feels all jumbled and very rushed in spots because you'll have just this thing happen. Action sequence, which the action sometimes was fun. Sometimes that was immersive and it was, you know, I mean, they're not, excuse me, not every time. And some of the, some of the, um, the cutting was like, it was confusing because I couldn't tell who was coming from where or where they were coming from. But then some of the, you know, some of the throws and everything were, were fine. Um, but then I didn't, I, I it, <laughs> It felt like they had a whole movie, and they were like, well, that's too long. Let's just literally pull pieces out, and we'll just put it together. And does that make <laughs> sense? I don't know. Yeah. Sure. Uh-huh.
2: I-,
0: I have my notes here. Makes no sense. Illogical decisions, like splitting up. What? Why? Why? <laughs> Uh, fight scenes cut so much there's now no need to show too much (laughs) acting is laughable score doesn't make sense a lot of the time and feels like an old cheap video game from the 80s but at the same time the soundtrack is great the cinematography is beautiful sometimes like with the place where the guy is on top of the other guy and we have the ash and fire going but then other Mm -hmm. times you can't even see what's going on because they're so much in the dark yes (laughs) every time i thought there was something good about this i was just
1: like oh no (laughs) Yeah. They, <laughs> the the device that they're there to get, steal, destroy, whatever, mm. mm-hmm, was, was unique. Certainly. It, it had potential there.
0: Yeah. I, that's what I liked about it. I thought the initial, but it just seemed iffy as to when and who got affected. Don't worry. He was just in the skirts of it. So he's only slightly affected. Does it work that way? Really? How does it Apparently. know it just to slightly affect you?
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, I, yeah, the, the splitting up makes no sense. The, um, and they did that quite often. Yeah. There was a character that, um, that, that maybe I blinked and missed it, but he looked like he was set up to be a traitor mm. and, I don't know if he actually. I don't remember if he actually was or not, or maybe he just died. I don't really remember. The guy what that happened. joined the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: No, he was the traitor. He's the guy that shot someone
1: else as well. Oh, that's right. Okay, see that. Yeah. I was just like, ugh. <laughs> he was I so just... obviously the traitor. <laughs> yeah, well, he was too. And then, you know, the guy, the other guy, has um, who has the beard, who had the house that they go to recuperate at and everything. Yeah. He like Got he's so distrusting. Yeah, yeah, but Mm. then, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, none of it made sense, really.
0: Um, I saw a lot of people in the comments talking about how, like, oh, finally the the wife got rid of the husband. And I'm like, no, she betrayed him. Right? She was with another guy at the end. She'd gotten her life back at the expense of someone else, which is the whole thing that we're fighting against eventually. And he becomes the, uh, what I presume is the alpha of the group now of the, mm-hmm. the, which I guess they were classed as a terrorist group, but really it's a, uh, I don't know. Uh, 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 Eco terrorist, uh, like but
1: IMF type of.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, he learned how to fight quick. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, in the other uh, the the other deception, which you know the the ooh dun dun dun. Um, this person is really bad now, you know, and you are like, <laughs> oh yeah, <Hey>? okay. Yeah. <laughs> did you did you guess that the daughter was the daughter,
0: or did you think it was her just lying trying to cover up? Because they thought they had captured the leader of the company, but it turned out that it was her daughter?
1: I don't remember what I thought now. I've seen a couple other <laughs> bad things since then. Um. <laughs> so
0: yeah, I just remember thinking, is that really the big reveal you're going for? Okay,
1: cool. All right. <laughs> yeah, and I had, I mean, you know, I, I, I went in with middle expectations. Like, I because I didn't know what to what this could be or what it was really going to be. I didn't have high expectations. I didn't have low expectations. I was just like, okay, let's yeah. just go into this and see. I mean, it looks like it could be fun. And it was it was the story choppiness, I think, and the lack yeah. of connection that I felt with the characters. Yeah. That I mean, because you have think about even th- that fight in the beginning where it's two people <sighs> it's the that worst. I, I mean, that was the worst Wouldn't it be so much had they moved that later on? You know what I mean? give us time with these people but even the the way
0: they cut and edited the fight where people have been turned into zombie rage machines Mm -hmm. there would literally be one guy looking one direction and nothing was there and he turns to look at his friend and they'd swing back and the zombie was on him and i'm like no it doesn't work like that you have to see them running and then attack you can't just be there and they do they keep doing that And i'm just like this is so crap come on (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I just wanted – I wanted the emotional pull because I didn't – feel like, I understood what they were going for when mm. um, two people have to fight and the, the dilemma of that. Mm. But it didn't feel – Yeah, because we uh, hadn't had any time with the, the
0: – like, yeah, we know later it, on how much he cares. Like, yeah. oh, I'm really sorry, and he's upset. And so then it's kind of like a revenge thing but we still don't know anything we haven't seen them on a proper mission or like we've been given no real context yeah
1: yeah even even the whole um you know because one is like you know only partially in the meme you know what i mean and so mm. you know oh that means that this person could have been there's but then it's explained away right away and you're like oh yeah. well crap yeah, okay that, <laughs> thanks yeah i felt i felt something for a half second there half second yeah
0: no, yeah. no, no, no. Because machine, yeah. I'm like,
1: All right, right. yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I. There was too much going on that that wasn't good or made sense or anything.
0: Yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, that is all my poo. Thankfully.
1: Thankfully, that's my poo too. Okay. So we can should talk we, about should we good stuff change it up some and yeah be happy all right let me just open the door
0: because i'm really really warm right uh i've got three things to talk about
1: wow Wow. i have
0: (laughs) one okay so i will go first then yes okay i will start off with a little rant (laughs) but don't 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 (laughs) worry this is a good thing (laughs) all right so we i I say we and, and i'm presuming this is accurate most people love uh, Stehesky for John Wick. And most people love yeah. John Wick, right? Mm-hmm. Good director, great story, nice way to do it. All right. What if I were to tell you that in 2008, there was a three-lettered word movie starring Brian Cox um, about a man and his dog, old man and his dog, Three kids come. I say kids, like late teens, early twenties. Shoot his dog. Man tries to write this action because the dog's been with him for forty years, and the dog was the last thing his wife gave him before he uh, his other before his other before his son and wife died from something horrific. Uh, so then this man goes to the father of the son and tries to write things, but the father is as messed up as his son. And things go, go awry and it ends up him with the law trying to beat it that way. But it ends up in a big gun battle at the end. There's also a muscle car that the son owns. Uh, what if I were to tell you that was around in 2008 and it's a film called Red. And i would be like, yo, Wait. it's Dehesky. 2008, not the film Assassin's Red. It's called Red and it stars Brian Cox and Tom Sizemore a reclusive man sets out for justice and redemption with three troublesome teens when three troublesome teens kill his dog for no good reason (laughs) this is john wick before john wick 100 percent sesky saw this film and thought you know what what if he was an assassin there is too much of a coincidence in this movie for it to be coincidence
2: (laughs) <laughs> okay,
1: so Derek Kolstad wrote the wrote John Wick. Okay, and he definitely did not write. He did red. not write.
0: Stephen Susco and Jack Ketchman wrote Red.
1: Ooh. Wow! Right? Did I just? And it's p- off of. What's well, off a novel? Can yeah.
0: So, yeah. I, <laughs> hmm. I don't know. Let me know if you guys have seen the movie Raid. Not the, the, the ex assassins movie, but one in 2008. That also the has Brian Cox, Cox in it, though. That also has <laughs> Brian Cox in it. <laughs> uh, and it stars a few other actors in it that you'd be like, oh, wow. It's got Noel Fisher, uh, Kim mm-hmm. uh, Dickens. Richard Rayle, you you recognize him, obviously Tom Sizemore, so mm-hmm.
1: a few others. Kyle Golner, yeah, um, yeah that. Uh,
0: Robert England. <laughs> what? Oh my gosh! Yes. <laughs> yeah. uh. Okay, so apart from all of that, it's actually good. It's obviously much slower pace. It's not an assassin film, but he did. He was in the military at one point. He has a certain way of being. He wants to make things right. He's not gonna let things go. There is a scene where he's telling his story of what happened to his wife and son. Dude, I'm sure that's that's what they used in the script when they were when they were trying to get people to act for the lead role as Brian Cox's character. They mm. wanted to see what people could act. It's a long mm-hmm. monologue, but the camera pans in slowly. It's like starts at like medium-wide eventually ends up just on his face as he's telling this story and it's an incredibly harrowing story but if you've ever seen brian cox pull out something deep dark and emotional which i'm sure you have because he's been around for a while he does such a great great performance it is old and it feels like a tv movie when you watch it it's like Mm. yeah this could have been aired on tv like first time but i was surprised it's just very good it's dark and depressing but
2: mm.
1: How did how you stumble on this?
0: No idea. Uh, I was watching something else that I'm going to talk about, and it just came up as like suggested. So I clicked oh. on it, and okay, then then I was like, oh, this is interesting, and then I was like, what? Yeah, that's what?
1: <laughs> yeah, as you, <laughs> that's wow. That is, I mean, that is a very, very, very close storyline, right? That yeah, wow. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> hmm that'll be interesting i wonder if anybody has ever questioned i oh. do wonder this <laughs> yeah
0: hmm okay okay uh what's your best thing you watched this week
1: mine um it was a movie i got to see at sundance and then i just okay. rewatched it again this week it came out in theaters it's um right. it's more of an indie film uh directed by randall park so, um, which I, know that I like him as an actor, which I think he, he's really funny and he's great. Uh, he he uses, again, um, the backdrop of, like, the Bay Area here in California. Mm. And so, which is nice as somebody who lives here that, you know, places that I recognize or at least are familiar <laughs> kind of I've with. I've
0: been there.
1: <laughs> yeah. And so, <clears throat> excuse me, um, the movie's called Shortcomings and it stars um Justin Men who he is um he's been in a, in a bunch of things but probably the like one of the things that most people recognize him from is he has been in the umbrella academy. Oh. And and then we have uh Sherry Cola who was in Joyride. Um she played Lolo in Joyride the best friend who's the artist. Um and this is really it's a character study more than anything. I mean it's okay. a comedy, kind of a darker comedy. Uh for me it was not really laugh out loud for mm. the majority of it. I mean it's it's amusing in parts, but really what it is is we're watching the the character of Ben, funny enough, he's his name's Ben in this one also. <laughs> Hilarious. go through kind of this um not really an existential crisis, but it's a—he's got to figure himself out, and he's—he's he's confronted with the shortcomings in his life. You know, where he's—he's overly critical, or he's this or this. You know, he's too cynical. He's, you know, just angry or not driven, not motivated, whatever that is. And so he's—he's he's forced. To at least be aware of these. And then the movie, you you spend part of this movie like, is he actually going to address them? Is he going to to begin to change things around? Because if he doesn't, first off, that's going to suck. I mean, the movie's going to be terrible because he's not a likable character, even though he's our main protagonist. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So he's, he's not nice and not good and not even relatable, really. Or or at least somebody that you would want to say, yes, I can totally relate to that because he's Mm. just so off-putting for for the majority of it. You know what I mean? You wouldn't want to admit that, yeah, I can relate to that because that says something (laughs) about you. (laughs) But um, there's there's, uh, Sherry Cola is his best friend, and she gets to speak some wisdom into him. She has her own shortcomings. I like that Mm. she she also addresses hers uh she gets to her realization and fixing faster than he does and okay. that's not a big deal that's not a that's not a negative it's just it's we see characters realizing where they are where they are falling short where they're you know their deficits within their character or their life or their attitude whatever that is it's it's filmed really well i mean it's nice you have some some side characters that add a little bit of fun to it. Most of them don't have much development on them. So they're not really consequential. I mean, they help to add to Ben's, his narrative, but by themselves, they're just kind of little distractions here and there. Um, Hmm. You know, there, there's one, and I I mentioned this in my review, um, Ben manages a, like an art house theater. And, Uh, Jacob Battalon is one of the employees. Sawyer's in this, yeah. Yeah, and he's, they're sitting there talking, and him and this other guy, the guy from Cocaine Bear, um, I can't remember, Stice is his last name, I think, or Strice. Um, He, (laughs) they're, it's like exact, they have a conversation exactly like what you would think people at a movie theater would have a conversation about. They're, especially an art house one, because they're (laughs) a little more pretentious they're a little more opinionated they have you know things but then they get into this conversation of uh, you know one of them says um or they're arguing over whether or not superhero movies are are like cinema and um <laughs> jacob battle has and he's like but the superman movie was really really good yeah <laughs> 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 or not superman sorry spider-man spider-man, Spider-Man. okay and yeah. which which is like oh good for you you inserted that that was funny and you know, keep going there. Um, The movie is, it's heartwarming in, in spots. Um, While we don't see the full outcome of Ben's arc, we, we see, we see a shift Mm -hmm. and we see a transition where he is making steps to improve, to change, to address these things in his life. And so, by the end of it, I mean it. It has a hopeful outlook to it. Um, a lot of a lot of the movie is more not depressing, but just it's it's on the lower side. I mean, you know, it's kind of melancholic a little bit. Um, I really enjoyed it. The characters are great. Uh, you know the the humor again. It's amusing and some chuckle worthy moments here and there. Um, but I think really it's the character study the examination of ourselves that's what really then sells it and makes it kind of like intriguing and makes the characters rich especially being with um with ben and and or justin men and sherry cola those two so yeah it'll probably be on digital very soon because yeah i can't
0: um, see it anywhere in the uk so we'll probably yeah, have to wait for it yeah, I think digital.
1: it's uh Searchlight Pictures. So mm-hmm. it's an indie arm of Disney. Um you know, and it's coming out even though The Meg is out and T well and TMNT two movies that are at least probably going to overshadow it and then yeah. you still have Barbie and Oppenheimer yeah. and Mission yeah. Impossible. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, good luck to it. Yeah. <laughs> probably do yeah, yeah, be better on exactly.
0: digital, I imagine.
1: I think so. I think I think it's more accessible that way too. More people will mm. be apt to go. Oh, that looks kind of cool. Mm. Um, it's nice that uh, that Randall Park. I mean that you're getting uh, Asian American representation. You know, mm. from an Asian American director, stars. Um, you know, the whole even the storyline because some of that some of the cultural um, norms fit in in there a little bit they're dressed in small parts here and there but it's very accessible to everybody and and really it's it, it can be enjoyable by anybody other than bigots so <laughs> nice
0: okay um i don't know if you've seen this film because i'm going to talk about i haven't seen you review it it's just come out on amazon prime it's a director that's worked with Jared Butler a number of times already. He's done Greenland, um, which I really liked. I think that's a very underrated uh, kind of end of the world film because mm-hmm. it has more heart and it's like more down to earth. I thought that was very good. He also did Angels Fallen, which I thought was actually a lot of fun. Um, mm. This one, I was very surprised at how good it was, mostly because it's a story we've seen done a number of times, but it's because of the... The angles of the storylines of what it takes. So you're with your prot- protagonist, but you see what happens with all the others that are into interacting with your protagonist. You get to see their kind of stories as well, and how what our protagonist is doing affects them. So it's called Kandahar. Mm-hmm. It Dodge Jared Butler. It's a CIA operative, and his translated to flee from special forces in Afghanistan after exposing a covert mission. So it's directed by Rick Roman. Way or were? And stars a number of people who you will recognize but maybe don't know, like, oh, I recognize them from somewhere. One of the others, who's also pretty good in this, uh, doesn't have a huge role, but when he's on screen, he's great. Travis Vermel, Uh, You'll know him from some of our favorites. Uh, Warcraft, Vikings. Just loads. Like, people who know Travis mm. will be like, hey, it's Travis. Um, obviously vikings is one of the bigger ones that people will know him from beautiful blue eyes a very good looking man it's unfair um so we start off with that traditional we have a couple of uh, spies undercover and they're trying to take down a nuclear an underground nuclear facility and um uh, these spies have their aliases exposed so now okay Jared butler and his translator have to make it a certain distance um they can't get any help because they're technically not meant to be there um until they reach this like uh, i think it's like a british base in the middle of the desert somewhere where the, the british are actually on a mission themselves they're rescuing some people and so there's a plane going to be there that's the extraction point in amongst that we see all these agencies that are trying to capture because now their faces on the news in in like kandahar and the surrounding places that uh, these are the guys that like destroyed our facility so you have isis you have um who were the other guys Ugh, like isis um blah 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 al-qaeda al-qaeda thank you okay. isis and al-qaeda or going for them there are special forces units you have the afghanistan special force units also going after them and in amongst all of those special units there's normally someone that's in charge that you get to see more of their story and mm-hmm. when the film eventually wraps up it like this ending sequence you get to see what has happened and the consequences of just this one thing like the consequences of everything that are happening so in one hand it's the story of Gerard trying to get back home to his daughter and his wife, um, who has an estranged relationship anyway, because this is the type of man he is, this is the kind of a job he does, and he's away a lot of time Mm -hmm. doing this type of stuff. And you can imagine the toll. We've seen lots of stories told by that. Then we get the story of the translator, like actually why he's there, why he's even doing this job. And it tells his story. So... We have these amazing vistas and backdrops of deserts and, uh, you know, just beautifully shot. So it gives you it, it, like it gives a, a feeling of foreboding all the time because I have this immense pressure and people that are as skilled as Gerard is. It's not like it's not at any point saying these guys aren't skilled. Everybody is just brilliant at what they do. So it's very hard to keep like, how are they going to survive? They're just mm. trying to survive from one moment to the next. Uh, it's tense, but it's also like a calculated tenseness. But then you have these beautiful vistas of the deserts and the scenery, and it's it's a more emotional action film. That's how I can nice. describe it best, because it it has because the director takes the time to tell the stories of the others involved. It's not just looking at hey, this is America saving the day. It's got this is what happens in war, even in a sort of Cold War. You know, at the espionage mm. war that now the world is so. Inundated with that seems to be the way we do wars now. These little spats of things that we do secretly, but not so secret, mm-hmm. um, and then they show the consequences of that, which I thought was very brave. And one of the brave things they're they're telling in this film is where the Taliban has come back into because this is on news like right now, the Taliban mm-hmm. has come back into the town, taken over not town the the country. They said if you kick out the Americans, like the American soldiers and the British UK forces we won't go back on everything that women have managed to do like this is what they promised them but now if you're looking on the news they've shut down all the female schools women are not allowed to drive uh obviously all the the head coverings everything is back on no makeup or everything that like if the females were able to step forward out of the shadows of the men that were controlling them under the law of you know that the fake law of the quran which is not what the quran says at all uh is being controlled. There's this one sequence of dialogue with a little kid Uh mm. where another leader comes in and is asking where Gerard is. And it, this kid says, I can I make IDs, I can he, he's literally probably ten. He said, I can make IEDs, I can fire AK forty sevens in this grenade launcher, I stop the infidels from coming towards and he says, Well Who told you this and so but the the the, my my leaders and said because they they speak from the Quran and it was such a powerful moment because he Who he's not he wasn't American. He was I guess a bad guy. He was saying but that's not what the Quran teaches. Have you read it for yourself? He said maybe you should read it for yourself before you let others control you and it was such a powerful moment Mm. I just thought dang like so it has themes and messages in amongst the the great action in the film I was just really surprised. I was like wow yeah, you know, Gerard is still doing his thing. Action man, anti-hero, which he does so well. You know, he holds emotion. But then the, you come with a director has a story to tell. That's way more entertaining than I thought it was going to be.
1: That's, yeah, I, I missed this um when it came, when it was out on, on theaters here. And um so now it, it's cool that it's available on digital. I had to check this out because I was. I don't even I, think it I, came I, to
0: cinemas here in the UK.
1: Oh, really? It mm. just didn't do it at all, huh? Hmm. No. Yeah, no, it looked, I mean, it looked kind of cool. I just didn't know much about it, and so it wasn't mm. one of those, you know, high-priority yeah, things. i heard nothing. It just just came up on Amazon saying, hey,
0: this is a new one from Gerard. It's like, oh, Ease are sometimes good. Let's give that yeah. a go.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Well, good. Good suggestion. Thank you.
0: Yeah. All right. Now, I have a, my last one, because you don't have any more, right?
1: I don't have any more, no.
0: I have a very special one for you, Chris.
1: Okay. Okay, I'm very excited to talk about
0: this one. And a few of our listeners will be excited that I'm covering this one. Mm-hmm. So, one of there's a couple of our Patreons that are Star Trek um, fans. Oh, They've yes. been asking us yes. to cover Star Trek for a bit, even in our Patreon section. But I know they listen to this podcast. Mm-hmm. They'll be very excited that I'm going to be talking about Episode 9 of Season 2 of Strange New Worlds. Okay, so let me just... It's called Subspace Rhapsody. An accident with an experimental quantum probability field causes everyone on the USS Enterprise to break into song. But the real danger is that the field is expanding and beginning to impact other ships, allies, and enemies alike. Dude, this is an hour and six minute uh, musical. It's phenomenal. (laughs) I love musical episodes.
2: (laughs) I know. They're the
0: best. And this does what buffy did great this is what i always want the tv episodes to do they take everything that's gone wrong the baggage that all the characters are carrying and they put that into the story so it's a it's a narrative monologue almost but in song form so even spock the the most grounded character will break out into a ballad because he he, he, he can't not uh, and the the theory is of this every time you get emotional that's when you start singing so there's uh-huh. a lot going on because there's a lot always going on in Star Trek between the mm-hmm. relationships, what's happening. So they all eventually break up. But there's real world consequences, well, real universe consequences because it's affecting everything. The the the, the, the pulse of this whatever they're doing is growing larger. So all the other mm-hmm. um, Federation ships are being infected. People are breaking into songs. And then they're j- what, what they happened to be at the border between Klingon space. So I kid you not, there is a moment when Klingons are doing a number, and it might be <laughs> the greatest bit of TV ever. <laughs> uh, but as Klingons will do, is so they want to destroy it, but they don't know that that will have even dire consequences. So there's big world mm. consequences. I urge everybody who isn't even a fan of Star Trek to watch this musical episode. It's so good. Okay, in context, you probably won't have all the emotional bits because sure but it explains it very well like you understand what's happening in those emotional bits but just for singing and musical bits the songs are great and there's a big whole ship musical number at the end where everybody's dancing and singing and, and harmonizing oh just so good this <laughs> s- season has been astounding to me because i feel like this is the season of tv that we normally get in the sixth or seventh season of a Star Trek series where they, they take chances, they do some experimental stuff because it's fun, but we're only mm-hmm. in the second season of Star Trek Strange New Worlds. And I'm just so happy that they're like, they feel so comfortable in their writing skills and what the fans want, that they're really yeah. combining different things and different genres and motifs that's, that that is a lot of fun. For example, a couple of episodes ago, they did a time travel storyline which combined, uh, have you heard of the Star Trek series Lower Decks, the animated series? Yes. Okay, so on Amazon there's like three seasons, maybe they're into the fourth, but the main characters from that go through a wormhole and end up in strange new worlds. Uh, so you have the animated characters that get turned into live action, who is the, the main characters from The Boys. Um, oh. He... Oh, he's oh, the voice.
1: oh, oh, Jack Quaid's
0: character. Yeah, Jack Quaid's I, character. I saw a
1: Stills this week, and I didn't understand. I didn't know he was. Oh,
0: yeah, that's funny. So he's the he's the voice actor, but he ends mm-hmm. up in a live action episode with uh, a couple of others in there. So they're really like just going for the sci-fi, but going for the fun. Like I love season one, but season two is just doubling down on what's awesome wow. about Star Trek. So. Guys, if you're missing out, if you like Star Trek and you haven't started this yet, you, you're you missing out, man. This is the best Star Trek's been in a long <laughs> time. But obviously, musical
1: episode, dude, you need that, to watch it. So good. I love it when they do that. Scrubs yeah. is still, uh, Scrubs is musical. My musical oh. is still one of the, my favorite. It's so
0: good. Yeah, that and episodes forever. Um, yeah. on Once More with Feeling and Buffy was so good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. All right. Uh, do you have anime this week? I do
0: have a little anime.
1: <clears throat> so,
0: over nine thousand. It's over nine thousand. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this week, Netflix dropped the second season of the raunchiest anime. That's 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 <laughs> on the boundaries of being hentai. <laughs> mm. <laughs> like it, it, it doesn't push the boundaries, and considering how much. Gore and swearing and everything else there is. The fact that they draw back on the nudity part, like they they get to the nudity bit and they allude to what's going on, but they're like, no, nah, we're not gonna, we're not gonna show. I'm just like, well, you're there anyway. You, you really <laughs> might as well show us what you're doing. Uh, bastard heavy metal dark fantasy season two dropped, and uh, it's great. That's my review. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> No, it doesn't have as many episodes as Season 1 did. I mm. think Season 1 had uh, like 24. This one has 15. The only thing I felt like is that they didn't finish the story. Uh, I know it's a particular <clears throat> arc that's adapted by the manga. Um, and I thought this was going to be the last part of the arc for this one. I know there's more to come, but I thought those the, the, it felt like they, they just left it hanging. Uh, so that was a little bit disappointing. Maybe they're waiting to... Maybe they've split it up and not told us and there's going to be another season. But it's garnered quite a decent following people. Like, if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. The thing about heavy metal dark fantasy is it's it's, it's tongue in cheek. It doesn't shy away from the gore or the stupidness. It's when men were like in the fantasy realm, men wore big armors and, you know, mm. the, uh, swung big swords. And then the woman's armor is like little, little <laughs> bits of clothing. And that somehow, you know, it's very old school that way. At the same time, okay. It scores like almost heavy metal a lot of time, which is quite you know, heavy metal, dark see It's just a bold in the way 80s anime used to be. Uh, oh, okay. In the way that you probably couldn't make this today, and yet they are making this today. Does that make sense? <laughs> in, the, in the light of everybody like, you can't do that. You can't say that. And they're just like, yes, we can. And we're doing it. We're just going to do
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> you don't like it? Tough. Uh, and I have to, I have to admit that's that's pretty good. It's a lot of fun. It doesn't shy away from that. The story mm. is, it, it is it is what it is. It's, you know, big okay. bad trying to take on a big bad. Our main protagonist isn't necessarily a good guy. In fact, he claims he is the worst guy. Uh, but that makes mm. him a good guy to be friends with because uh, if he's that powerful, then all the other big evils and monsters <laughs> and wizards out there, uh, you know, don't really stand a chance. Yeah so there is that so if you like the first season I think you will like season 2 on the same sort of level and animation style nothing's really changed it just Mm. is more of the same Um, I have more news on anime there is uh, what was it I'm just trying to find it coming I think it's coming this week Yeah, the 7 Deadly Sins grudge of edinburgh part two so they split Mm -hmm. for some reason they split the movie and made it two movies which is ridiculous because the first part's only an hour and the second part's an hour and you think they would have just put it together Mm -hmm. uh but yeah that comes out this week it's the cgi version of the movies for some reason they've gone like that 3d realm uh, Mm -hmm. which the original anime was 2d and it uh, once you get used to it I think you're probably just happy that your characters are back but i still mm. would have preferred the old style i just I, I am that way when it comes to anime um or if you can mix it in a way that you're doing you're rendering 3d your backgrounds but the characters still look anime <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah yeah so now that i know that this is what i'm getting for part two maybe i can just enjoy the story more because i know a lot of people just we're like Ruben. Why don't you like this? This is great. Well, I, I'm old and grumpy, so that's...
1: Like, so <laughs> and I've fun. only got I, half a story. <laughs>
0: yeah, just give me the full story, damn
1: it. That's um, weird that it like they break it up at an hour. I mean, that's yeah. I, don't, I mean, I could understand if it was four hours, or you know, even three and a half, or something like that. But
0: yeah. Mm, okay. Um, On good news, uh, did you ever watch mm-hmm. the Castlevania animated series? They did a trilogy.
1: I've anime. heard that that it's uh, very popular and that, um, you know, that it's done fairly well, but I, I've yeah. never seen it, no.
0: Okay, so it, it's very accessible to people that love vampire series and stories. Um, obviously, there's a big heritage of the games. Mm. Uh, people love the games, and uh, when I came into this, I was like, wow, this is actually very good, and the story gets darker and crazier, but you do love the characters. So we had a trilogy, and I didn't know that we were getting any more, but this is um, Castlevania Nocturne, comes out 28th of September. Uh, France, Mm -hmm. 1972 begins a new animated series in the Castlevania universe from showrunner Kevin Cold, who did the original Castlevania, and Clive Bradley who did Trapped. I don't know what that means. So I'm interested. I think this is a prequel, maybe? Okay. But anything in that universe, I'm very excited about. Uh... Yeah, there's a new anime coming, I think it's this year, it's pretty soon, called Akuma-kun. You can see the trailer for that on Netflix's uh, site or their anime site on YouTube. It's a shonen anime, so it's going to be action, sci-fi, fantasy, and it's Japanese. So that's about what I know from it, apart from what I've seen on the trailer. And uh, I can just say that the animation and the background mm-hmm. set pieces is like have me at, uh, yes, 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 I, I will <laughs> nice. watch that. If you're looking for an animated movie to watch, this week, The Monkey F- the Monkey King comes out. Uh, Jimmy O. Yang, Bowen Yang, mm-hmm. uh, Jolie Hang Report. Looks fun. Could be good.
1: Yeah, the animation looked pretty good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that is uh, our anime section this week. Okay. Cool. Anything else? mm I wonder what uh, Jeff Bezos uh, does before he goes to sleep. I
1: don't know. He puts his
0: PJ Amazon on. PJ uh, uh, on. PJ Amazon on. Doesn't really work, does it?
1: (laughs) It's hard to say. (laughs) It's just. Well, hey, we thank you for joining us this far in the podcast. As a reminder, uh, rate and review us wherever you happen to listen. And also, if you have never visited our YouTube channels, please go over and do so. Like, share, subscribe there. Ruben with the Ruby Tuesday. Me, Chris, Movies and Munchies. Don't forget, we have a Patreon opportunity at patreon.com slash thebeardedones. Uh, the entry price, one pound. And then you can uh, get access to over 60 videos so far. We have a few more tiers that will gain and grant you uh different perks within there and you're free to check those out as well. Uh but now what we're going to do is we are going to hop on some uh entertainment news, the titles that are coming up this week that you may want or may not want to watch. Uh I don't know if we've seen all of them or seen any of them, but at least we want to put them on your calendar and on your radar. First, though, we are going to talk about a movie that, um, well, I had never seen before. Uh, Ruben, mm-hmm. I'm not sure how long ago or how it had recently you had been a while, but I
0: did rewatch it.
1: Nice. Well, and it's mm-hmm. uh, it's Howl's Moving Castle, my my second Studio Ghibli film um, in as many weeks, also. So, uh, yeah, let's let's talk about this. Mm-hmm. Um, let me pull up so I can get all the the voice cast here and stuff. I, I did watch. Um, the the Amer the the english dub mm. i did not watch it in subtitles um which i thought worked well um because you have as howl uh christian bale which was which was great the, i i even though i knew it i could not hear it because of his age but josh hutcherson plays uh this character named markle and he's a well, little boy i didn't
0: even i didn't even know that oh wow okay I,
1: yeah this is from 2004 okay so jo- i mean josh wow. hutcherson let's see here when was he born he was born in 92 so i mean he was what 12 years old so yeah but okay. i didn't i didn't recognize that voice uh billy crystal is in oh, it uh, which you can recognize his voice yeah uh emily mortimer lauren bacall which was outstanding um but basically you have this uh this this young woman she's cursed with an old body and then she has to get her get the curse lifted by this young wizard and the young wizard's name is howl and he has a moving castle which is kind of just <laughs> this enchanted type of a uh, big massive structure uh that's driven by fire it's weird it's it's I'm not even sure steampunk would be the right thing to call it because it's, it's just definitely it's, unique. Yeah, Magic. it's weird. Yeah. yeah, and dirty and and gross. <laughs> but then you have like turnip head, which is a oh, um, <laughs> which is a scarecrow, scare which I loved. Um, the okay, so first the animation in this was was stunning. Again, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. just it's it's so beautiful. You have great depths to it um you know so much creativity also and a lot of shading and a lot of detail especially like when you think about the moving castle how it yeah i mean it's all those moving parts is crazy yeah it's like a mm-hmm. junkyard smashed mm-hmm. together with with um like turkey legs and feet i don't know it's really <laughs> weird except they're yeah. mechanical kind of too yeah, yeah. and it kind of has a mouth there as well like it it does yeah and a a tongue and the yeah yeah it's 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 hideous and beautiful all at the same time but the detail in it Mm. the you know because you could just make something just kind of flat you know they could just make the make it just be like "Eh, here it is but it has it has so many nuances to it and you watch like the um the, the smokestacks move and then when the when the house settles, you see all of the pieces of the house then kind of itself. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's sighing. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And it's yeah. it you can tell it's a whole bunch of different pieces, not just one solid piece. Because if mm. it was a solid piece, when it would just sit down, it would just sit as a solid thing. But now you it, it's almost like a living creature. And it mm. has has elements of that. Um the I loved the... Howl has some abilities, <laughs> and I, I I liked those. I thought it was... I mean, he's
0: a wizard, it, so, yeah, but he has an affinity for flying, I think, which yes, is quite Yes, he fun. does.
1: And it's a little dark. Yeah. Um, and, and a little creepy, even, at some points. Mm, for sure. Um, I love the part where he has a
0: tantrum, and he's like... <laughs> Oozing green snot. <laughs> oh my
1: gosh! And she she's walking <laughs> she's up, and like, the, the, the the his towel falls off, and the, yes. the look that she gives—it's like she looks down and sees the towel, and then is like, "Oh!" And she okay. just kind of looks up, like averting her eyes, and it was yeah. just <laughs> so funny. I it, it at the beginning, I thought it was going to be kind of the um, Beauty and the Beast story. Mm. A little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because she has... It, a little bit is. I mean, it's definitely a love story as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, There was one thing, though, that I was unclear on. What was that? Well, now I can't even remember. Hmm. <laughs> I have always
0: wanted to know if the dog is a cursed wizard. Yeah. Be- because the way he's w- able to help and immediately find the original witch of the West or uh the king's the king's witch. hmm.
1: Yeah. That well and there yeah, there were definite um human characteristics mm. that the dog possessed. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's highly intelligent.
2: Yeah.
1: Mhm. Yeah. yeah. And and it, it's not out of the realm of possibility or it would even be unnormal or unnatural for it to be somebody no, cursed yeah, that because make you, sense. Have a, yeah. you have a yeah. fire demon you have I everybody mean, you have that's Howl, kind of
0: drawn a- into house <laughs> castle is there's some sort of curse going on <laughs> yeah
1: yeah i um the <laughs> i thought it was really funny and gross but I, I don't know if it was fully fleshed out to the degree that it maybe should have been or could have been but the witch of the waste she mm. is evil-ish. I mean, she wants Hal's heart. And, you know, she does I've got the, the feeling
0: she'd eaten loads of e- wizard's heart to stay that young.
1: Yeah. And, it, it was funny as she has to climb the stairs, first off, <laughs> and yeah. gross at the way they animate her. And just, because she's, <laughs> yeah, she's a blob and then she becomes even yeah. more of one and then she sits down on the chair and has that effect on her. Yeah. Um, but, But later, like, I mean, yes, she, she's holding something that, you know, so you get to see an arc there, but I don't know if, hmm, I don't know. I don't know if I felt so much like after she, after she went and visited the, um, the King's palace, Mm. there was such a shift there that. I don't know. I okay, don't know what i so, trying to say.
0: So her powers were completely stripped and yes. she was revealed to be the age, her true age. Y- yeah, yeah. Right. Crazy. So she has no yeah. power. So, so her. Her knowledge is still there because she's she's spouting Mm -hmm. off stuff like oh, that's how oh, that's his heart So she kind of knows but she's unable to do anything she even well she does help like when there's a a, a Trapped purse or like a a left purse and There's like this worm that was gonna do something Mm -hmm. Uh, But she she's still quite mischievous because she must have known what that cigar was doing to Uh, calcifer So she's still planning on taking the heart and when she figures it out like
1: she tries to have it for herself so I don't know that she's good. No, no. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I can see that. It just it. I don't know. It felt she felt after that, after her powers she are gone. She, yeah. Well, she felt like on a on a roller coaster kind mm. of thing. Because yes, I agree. You you do see that devious side to her, and like mm. that you know that portion. But then there's other large portions where she's just e- either senile or. Yeah just kind of pleasant because she's like she's way over 100 so her age is
0: she's really old so senile is definitely possible and all the tolls Mm. of all the the like the potions she's been drinking that whole time i imagine that takes effect and also everybody around sophie seems to reveal their like a goodness like she exudes Mm. goodness
1: that that makes sense yeah i can see that
0: did you the, notice the spell on her fluctuating from when she was an old woman
1: to when was younger? That's the thing that I needed explanation uh, right. on. I yeah, did yeah. not understand why sometimes we would see Sophie as young and yeah. then young with brown hair, but then yeah. young with gray hair and then old again. And I didn't. I, I, did, so, I must have missed the rules or something. No, no, the way I
0: understood it is that she to everybody, she looks old. Um, but uh-huh. she is in a wizard's house, uh, who is more powerful, professed by uh, the 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 witch, the witch of the west, mm-hmm. like the best apprentice she ever had, and wants him mm-hmm. back. Like that's like a big part of the war is trying to get him back. Yeah. Um, the way I understood it is that he fully knew who Sophie was. He just couldn't break the spell yet. So he knows that Sophie is also in love with him because he's already seen her from the future. Well, it's in the past, in his childhood, yep. which was revealed towards the end. Come find me in the future. So he knows, like, eventually he does find her, like, away early in the movie. And he must have known, like, is that her? uh Like, I think if you watch her a number of times, you'll start to see more connections. I think he could see through the spell. He just couldn't do anything about it in the same way she couldn't um talk about the spell because that was part of the parameters of the Mm -hmm. spell like with calcifer he couldn't say that he was uh the demon that has the heart of the wizard um at the same time i was wondering because sometimes she should should walk into one room and should be slightly even a figure would be thinner yeah. and it was obviously on purpose they're not hiding that so she looks thinner she looks younger it mm-hmm. feels like the spell was wearing off because because of either being in the house or who she was like she was always meant to be the person that was going to break the spell for the wizard and in yeah. turn break her spell as well like she broke the spell on the uh, turnip bed didn't she so
2: mm-hmm.
1: okay okay yeah that's yeah, that's that's i,
0: that's, I that's how i've seen it yeah
1: yeah, no. It, well, that makes sense, and you, you've seen it—you you, know—many more times than I have. So it's, I, <laughs> I, mean, I yeah, trust it, me. It,
0: there's deep lore and threads on Reddit about this. You, you just—you'll <laughs> go down a rabbit hole.
1: <laughs> uh, I bet, I bet, because yeah, even the um, oops, hit the microphone there. Um, uh, the, you know, it would make sense too that when we see her as young, we're also seeing it from Hal's perspective. Yeah. You know, and yeah, I don't it know. Also it could
0: be that they're just trying to remind us like there's actually just a young person in there trying to sure. break out of the old woman body, which we get. But it's nice to see like, oh, she had a beauty stolen. This is who she is, her youth. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I really liked her as the I was
1: almost sad. I liked her as the old woman. <laughs> I thought she was great. Well, she's, <laughs> she's just well, and she's such a nice character all the way through, too. Yeah, that was the mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. And you're right yeah. that, that uh, she brings out the best all around her and everybody like even
0: the young kid like i would have loved to know more about his story he's just there a really really young kid as an apprentice to the the strongest wizard but where are his parents um like where did he come from why is and he just loves oh his beard thing is amazing isn't it like i've got to practice my magic (laughs) it's such a big beard too i mean yeah (laughs) massive and he's tiny (laughs) 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 he's like a gnome
1: (laughs) That's exactly what I thought. It was hilarious. I loved it every time he put that on because I'm like (laughs) Okay, that's weird. But yeah. The creativity in the movie was outstanding in the story and even the the spinning wheel that would allow you to select different portals. Oh so
0: cool. I always I always wanted there to be more. It's like he could do more and then when Hal actually changes, he does this massive spell, which is awesome. And uh (sighs) they change the rooms so was like oh it's so cool so you can with enough enough magic power you can mm-hmm. change the dial so it takes you elsewhere leading you into the the one room you're not allowed to go uh, that the black room or the west wing yeah
2: <laughs> yes <laughs> i told you never go, to go in there, in
1: there. <laughs> <laughs> nice nice all right well good recommendation I, I i enjoyed it um you know i think i Did like it more than kiki's delivery service yeah that is
0: one um, I would have like recommended because it's it's it has a love story it's the pacing I thought kind of never really slows too much it's yeah
1: yeah mm-hmm yeah it's fun yeah so that was a good one if you've never checked it out take it from somebody who just watched it for the very first time <laughs> it is fun especially if you are newer to anime don't watch very much anime I mean it was mm. you know and the, the voice acting is is wonderful it took me yeah. a second to re- to figure out Christian bale um <laughs> I like I was like I know that voice, and then a couple more times, and I was like, "Ah, okay." <laughs> so it's Batman. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Hey, Paul. Um. <clears throat> ah. All right, you want to move on to some news? Sure. Okay. Um. So, Scream Six came out, and I was mad because I enjoyed it. <laughs> um and then they said well yeah we're gonna do scream seven which of course they are i don't think they should but whatever um well <laughs> is the direct last time <laughs> i know the directing duo known as radio silence they directed number six they are not doing now number seven huh. and supposedly Why? um seven is going to be directed by christopher landon now he's the guy that did happy death day um and oh. Happy Death Day to You. He did Freaky. And then he also did Netflix's We Have a Ghost. I'm not upset by him doing it, but his movies, at least that we've seen so far, are much more comedy with horror than just straight up horror. Not to say that he can't just remove the comedy or knows how to, you know, create a sco- a scare. But it will be interesting if this – because right now it's just reported. I don't know if it's actually been confirmed 100% like he's signed on and everything else. Um, So we'll have to see. Um, Yeah. I don't know. Again, I don't think any more Scream movies should be made. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to stick by that.
2: (laughs) All
0: right. So my bit of news is going to make me swear a bit. Came. okay so I'm just just bleep noises <laughs> just like fuck shit bollocks I hate it why Hollywood stop it this is bullcrap son of a bitch all of the words <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! Nope, don't do it again <laughs> all, all, a W <laughs> alright here we go I, I can't actually believe I'm gonna say these words An animated remake of the the live-action remake of The Lion King is in the works at Disney. Let me say that again. An animated remake of the live-action remake of The Lion King, which was animated, is in the works at Disney. Chris, what the actual... (laughs) What the actual mm-hmm. bullcrap is going on in Hollywood? Mm-hmm. The and is an AI algorithm gonna write it?
1: <laughs> that destroys my brain. Right? What?
0: What is happening?
1: I okay. I don't even know. That is. That is pro. <laughs> okay the award for the weirdest news goes to that because that is just <laughs> <laughs> you can see my outpost is as to why wow what in the world that is i don't even uh, i don't even know where to go with that because why what is the decision making process in that did they did they forget that they had an animated movie and sequels and 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 then they had a live-action remake that was really just animation, also just computer animation. Um, I, I, okay, well, let me uh, let me continue on with the head scratching. Then, how about okay. that? do we have to? Um, so so <laughs> supposedly, so this is from a comicbook.com interview. Um, right. There hasn't been, at least that I've seen so far, nothing has been confirmed by James Gunn yet but supposedly mm. Gal Gadot is in talks oh, I've seen with this. yeah with James Gunn and Peter Safran for Wonder Woman 3. See this and is
0: this, if it's true it's bull crap again
1: because this we could is, have had
0: Henry Caval then.
1: There's there that, was no reason correct and that's the that's like the big um that I've seen through a lot of threads and stuff is that it seems now If this is true, I don't know if this is true yet, but that there is a lot of picking and choosing of what is remaining in canon and what is being rebooted, and that is (laughs) rebooted. That was a weird way to say that rebooted. Yeah, Um, rebooted, (laughs) rebooted. You've you've been rebooted. (laughs) To that—that's going to make—that's going to turn off fans even more. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, and
0: I'd, even saying this makes me worried because I don't want Gal not to be, re- like, I, I like her as Wonder Woman. No. I don't want her to re- re- be replaced. She's fantastic in that role.
1: Absolutely. She is Wonder Woman. But that, we
0: also loved Ben Affleck as Batman. I, I did. I thought he was great. I just wanted to see him. It proves in the Flash movie, which was not great, it was just fine, but his sequences that, as Batman were amazing. he could be a Batman. Yeah. He could be a great Batman. <laughs> Give him Henry a Batman Cavill, movie. Give him his Superman movie. Yeah, I'm not a Snyder yeah, I, fan, but I'm kind of with them on this. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's just.
0: I it's, mean, I am a Snyder fan. I'm not as a Snyderverse fan, like all that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I understand. That. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just I don't understand that that thinking that it's almost like gun. I mean, he's going to shoot himself in the foot. It it seems like because yeah. he's doing. It's kind of like he's. The perception. Let me say that. My perspe- perception is that he is um, within his picking and choosing. It's mm. of the things that he's either a fan of, mm. or that he's had a hand in. Mm-hmm. You know, like is Peacemaker coming, staying around? Yeah, it I think is.
0: Apparently. It is. It is. Yeah. And his wife is also a main protagonist of that. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. They start adding up, and eventually the trust is gone. So
1: yeah, that's the thing. I mean, we we've had big faith in him because he's able to take weird and side characters and make them into something that are outstanding. You know, to tell these these offbeat stories in a way that is very compelling and mm. draw in he lesser does, but known I don't people. Know that he's
0: like- god's gift to animated uh to live action movies this way oh. they're great but they're not awesome and some of them don't have the longevity as long as people are saying them i watched uh guardians three that's just come out on disney again uh-huh. and it's great it's it's really good but it's it's really depressing like all my family after watching that said yeah that's just not a happy film it's really sad it's like yeah, everything they break up
1: yeah i i i thought it was just okay yeah like well, i didn't so, love yeah yeah so, and so I, I
0: <coughs> uh, and yeah i tried watching suicide squad again i loved it the first time but he's his, his mm-hmm. new one and i thought eh, I'm, I'm bored of it i don't need to watch it again
1: do you think so, some of that is uh is superhero fatigue possibly but i'm I mean, not like saying we, that
0: i love watching the first wonder woman film i love man of steel uh, the director's cut of Batman versus Superman, I could probably watch now. I recently watched, I tweeted that I watched the massive extended edition of the Justice League, which I thought was incredible the second time around. Like, I loved it the first oh. time, but thought it was even better this time. Mm. So, I don't know. There's some superhero films that, few years later, have the way more uh, longevity than we thought of the ones that we're watching at the moment. So
1: Sure. The, wow, nope wow okay Nope. my thought left me completely maybe it'll <laughs> come back anyway okay um secret invasion uh, um okay so i haven't finished it yet i i've watched i have two more uh, three more episodes to go oh um, so you're halfway yeah i'm halfway i mean i've seen stills online uh, you mm. know of gaia yeah, no with i'm not the, i'm not talking
0: about anything that happened in it oh Okay. I'm okay. more just saying Loki's budget for season 2 is 143 uh, million, uh which is large for a TV series, okay. but Secret Invasion was 212 for six episodes. Both both are six episodes long. These huge budgets for I honestly don't know where they put the budget in this series in Secret Invasion. I was trying to think, I was saying, did they pay the actors a lot of money?
1: Well, it could have been the, the special effects too, because there are some like in in episode three, where um, Fury and um, Talos, no, no, when Gravik and Talos are having a conversation, and Talos grabs him, and then all of the people around him stand up and become Gravik. You know.
0: Well, um, yeah, but I, I don't so know that that a lot of that could have been um, prosthetics. And that would cost money, but I don't know that we're talking about. It's in the same realms as other massive triple A blockbuster movies with two hundred, you know, twelve for budget.
1: Sure, but it's a six-hour movie then, if you if you look at it that way. Yeah, I guess. So I mean, I don't definitely I, doesn't
0: equate to the explosions. Like it doesn't have the the same amount of budget that I see in the two-hour movie. Maybe sure. over six hours for sure. It could be that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> you, you like some of the shows on the CW, right? Um, I've watched some of the shows at the CW. Yeah. Isn't, isn't like, uh, what was it? Supernatural from the CW?
0: I don't know. N-
1: n- <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't want oh, it to anyway. put it in the same. <laughs> uh, no, okay. I'm not going to judge show. you, but I totally am going to judge you anyway, yeah. though. Um, so there was a series, I guess it was kind of a reality series type. Um, it was called Down to Earth with Zach Efron. And it was airing on the CW. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a fan of this show, well, too bad. It was canceled after two episodes. Oh my God. So goodness. what was it called? Yeah. Down to Earth with Zach Efron. And so I guess it's kind of like what I what I understood it to be is kind of like that um, Unlimited with uh, Chris Hemsworth or- um, Wasn't
0: this out ages ago and not on the CW? Zac Efron did like what, a, around the world. It was on Netflix, yeah.
1: Yeah, but I think this is a different one. Really? Yeah, I don't know. All
0: right, let me search it. Because I like Zach Efron. I think he's, he does well with what he does.
1: I, I like Zach Efron too. So I, yeah, it just yeah, it made me laugh earth. that it was-
0: Two seasons, on Netflix.
1: Then it must have been the newest season went to the (laughs) CW. Maybe, I don't know. That's yeah. yeah,
0: Two seasons, eight episodes, and it was actually pretty fun. Pretty good.
1: That's yeah. That's weird. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Huh. Can't be. uh, Yeah. So it was on.
0: It was on Netflix. Maybe
1: right? maybe Netflix got rid of it and it went to CW and Yeah, and then the CW
0: went, no, we're canceling it.
1: <laughs> yeah, we can't do this. So anyway, yeah, hmm. Okay. Um, do you have any more news? I have one more thing. Uh let's hear your thing. Uh this is this is disgusting, really, because you know, we've been talking about um, the writer uh, strike and the SAG-AFTRA, mm-hmm. you know, joining them, and I, they, they were coming back to the the negotiation table the, this weekend. So I don't know what's going to happen. But Variety reported that um, Warner Brothers Discovery says that the strikes saved it more than one hundred million dollars in Q two. Oh, so they were seeing it as a positive.
0: So let it go on for as long as they like cuz you're saving us money.
1: Yeah, which is I mean we we've we continue to see all of these these comments from the executives yeah. that is just disgusting and so out of touch and
0: I saw another one like saying sometimes when we make a movie we plan for it not to come out because it saves us more money in the end of the day. So you can make the movie movie then you can shelve it because i don't know how that works like because of either like tax breaks or the way they because they have producers and there's a law that they can get so much money back they end up with more money i don't know who's their tax guy but somehow they're doing a great job <laughs>
1: <laughs> that seems shady like on yeah, big time shady oh, yeah. deal but that's hollywood okay. shady but yeah well and still the the whole i am still baffled by the ability to delete something from existence basically in an effort to never pay your um your people residuals which is disgusting horrifying yeah because that's i mean what what you're going to do is you're going to make it so that people their contracts are going to cost so much more up front you know fine you want my story it's 10 million dollars yeah you know not you you would have given me you know three thousand dollars a month over the next you know 10 years from residuals or something no residuals we just
0: buy this outright
1: like, yep. No. Yep.
0: That's my story, my writing.
1: Yeah. So, I, I mean, yeah, yeah, if you're going to buy it outright, then you pay that outright fee, right? Yeah. So that you. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> do you want to finish on good okay. news? Yes, please do. Okay.
0: Emily Blunt says the script for Edge of Tomorrow 2 is done and she's ready what? to film it. Yeah. yeah. She says, I would love to make it a reality right now, but how many Mission Impossible uh, movies does Tom Cruise need? Come on. <laughs> so i think after tom's done he's finished with the part two fingers crossed they will go to that i i would be love i love of tomorrow
1: i think it's such a great film it is and the thing i love about that movie too is that you're taking a concept that had already been done a bunch mm. right and you twist it and you yeah. give it a brand new fresh life and then you allow Tom Cruise to be hilarious in it.
2: Yeah, he was I,
0: great in it. He had really good timing in it. It was awesome. Yeah,
1: yeah. And then Emily Blunt is a badass. Emily Blunt is a badass. Jeez, <laughs> give me more of that, please. Yeah, yeah. That was I. I, I love that movie too. It's so good. Oh. Okay. Yeah, that's we've t- ended let's our news on a good note. Yeah, good thank note. you for that.
0: That's that's how we like to finish it. Let's talk about what's. Um, we got coming this week that might be worth everybody watching
1: yeah um there is an animated series coming on wednesday i think to apple called strange planet i don't know if you've got the screeners for this if you started watching it it's um i'm three episodes in i i believe it's going to be like they're going to drop a couple of episodes at the first and then do a weekly release which i think for this one is actually okay because each of the episodes are kind of standalone. It's, right. it, you have these alien beings that are just beings. They. I don't even think they really have gender because they all talk about they. Mm-hmm. Um, the voices, I mean, are obviously male and female voices, but not. Um, the concept of this, which I really think is funny, but not in large doses, is that they take things that we would do or see or say and they break it down to the most obvious slash foreign way of looking at it, and I don't mean foreign as in nationality; I mean as just as indifferent. So, like, um, my uh, you put in your um, for your mouth rocks, you squish um, goo paste in there. <laughs> what? Yeah, Amazing. you know what I mean, and ah, so I love you, this type of the, the the craziness. Yeah, it's really. I mean, it, it's it makes me laugh in small bits because of the the creativity that they use to talk about these things but the episodes are 20 to 30 minutes long okay and you i began to feel the time and i All watched right. and when i watched three together it was too much like i was just like okay i need to take a break because while this is cute and, and and I'm enjoying the story that they're telling within this. It's it's it becomes a, it feels like a gimmick versus is something there no that I'm enjoying.
0: Major about. arc, then
1: uh, n- not that I'm aware of at the moment. No. Hmm. So it's because
0: yeah, that's what animated series like this, The Strangers, which is why um the unicorn series that we love. Oh,
1: yeah Centaur World
0: yeah Centaur World works it's it's mental has all these crazy characters what they do is hilarious which is what we do with our belly laughing because what they've said is so out there that uh, it's so funny also but then you have the arc of the the you know what is this world why is this world like this and you know that that's the whole story with the the triangle you know the Illuminati. The mm-hmm. uh yeah it do you think there's there will be
1: I don't, I, I right now I don't, because like in the first episode, it's about um, flight attendants on a plane, and them, it's almost like each is a character um, character building moment, like mm. in each episode. You know, like a character learns something, learns a quality, learns something positive, learns something new that then benefits them, so it's a morality play type of thing, with, but not like good versus bad, just self-improvement, maybe. Mm. Um, it, I don't, I don't get the sense that there's a larger arc with it. Um, which I think is why watching it like week to week, um, or if you wait till the end and then you binge it in small doses will actually be enjoyable. Um, it, it just, it, for me, it was not digestible or enjoyable in large chunks because it just got to be, um, more of the same but not in a good way you know when you take something so is that's this funny
0: when you're recommending for people or not
1: <laughs> i don't know see that's the thing it's like i enjoy it because i like i laughed out loud a few times because of some right. of the things they said and the way you know i mean it just catches you off guard because you're like what, <laughs> what? <laughs> oh that's creative you know um but But it also does feel like a gimmick when you've watched several in a row. Right. So good, but maybe not as a binge fest. Okay. Yeah. Huh.
0: Wow. Um, Hulu. Yes. Season three of Only Murders in the Building starting Mm -hmm. up soon. Um, I believe the first episode, well, the first two episodes drop on the eighth. So that's in like three days. Okay. Uh, so when you're watching this, there will be two days really soon. So if you've been a, f- a fan of you know Steve Martin, um, and uh,
1: Martin Selena Short. Gomez
0: Selena and Martin Gomez, Short, yeah, yeah. Uh, that kind of podcast murder mystery, which I think a lot of people are, it's fairly popular. Mm-hmm. Then the third season starts, and if you've seen the trailer, you'll know that there's some a few big stars again
1: yeah.
0: uh, joining the cast, which I think mm-hmm. will be a lot of fun. Um, on the ninth, on Hulu.
2: Uh (laughs) there's a series
0: called moving coming out which is a korean series that is scheduled to have 20 episodes as far as my research goes they're dropping seven episodes on the friday and then every week from then you'll get two so they've really thought about this this is what we've been talking about chris get your audience hooked give them you know, a bunch, and then don't just do one. If it needs to, give them two. They're about forty-five minutes an episode. I've watched the first episode, but the subtitles were really out. That I was often w- watching um, <laughs> the the conversations that were like happening at different times. Oh, was it out of sync? Yeah, it was out of sync. Yeah. Oh. uh So
1: I was like, I'm a yeah, you good screeners, and then I was like, I can't watch these screeners. <laughs> <laughs> you you should reach out to to your publicity person and tell I have, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sure. good, yeah, because I yeah. I've had that before, and they've gone in and I've not for Hulu but for Netflix they've gone in and actually fixed them. Oh wow, oh, that's great. Yeah, which was crazy. Uh, so
0: so they've yeah they said they'll be forwarding that to the team. So hopefully that's fixed.
1: Okay, nice. Yeah, this is definitely on my list. Um, I didn't realize. It was so many episodes and so many yeah. dropping at once, but that's that's great.
0: That's but the the, that's you know, the to... seven drop on on uh, Friday, so
1: yeah. Well, and and just this past week, and I didn't even have it on my calendar. Um, but the third and final season of Reservation Dogs on Hulu, um, oh yes. FX yeah. dropped. So mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to to catching up on that because that looks really good. Because um, I love the first two seasons. I, I think know, I know you
0: like that series a lot, don't you? I still yeah. haven't watched any.
1: Oh, it's 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 wonderful. Um, coming to Netflix this week is a yes. um, Taiwanese um, rom-com murder mystery action thriller. Um, it's called "Marry My Dead Body." <laughs> yeah, I've, um, I've seen I've little bits
0: it. of the trailer. Oh, you've watched it already. Okay,
1: I've watched it. Yes, um, because I'm going to be on vacation this week, so I had to get right. some of my things uh, yeah. done out of the way. This um, worth watching. In the end, yes.
0: Okay, So has mm. a good ending.
1: It uh, yes, and it has it, it from a character growth arc. It has. Mm. It is a good good story. Okay. Um, it has some big faults to it as well, oh. um, so I think if you if you start it, stick with it. Um, right. Okay. Because otherwise, not y- like what you, you do
0: for uh, some of your movies. Yeah. Y-
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm joking>. <laughs> exactly. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> um. What else you got? Uh, behind
0: your touch on Saturday, a suspenseful mystery psychic power it's korean it's a series uh listen to this description and i think you will be in a psychic vet and a detective join forces to crack small town cases but their skills are tested when they unravel a chilling serial killer mystery what <laughs> yeah that's the 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 craziest
1: <laughs> yes please yeah yeah i, I. <laughs> psychic vet
0: <laughs> I think it's probably going to be one of these where they release one on Saturday one on Sunday and they'll probably have 16 episodes sort of series uh, oh, okay I, I love the idea of it so I'm definitely going to give that a go
1: yeah that sounds like fun uh,
0: the big film of Netflix weeks is uh, Wonder Woman in a film called Heart of Stone mm-hmm which I haven't seen have you seen it
1: I have not seen it no nope. no nope. Nope. cool uh there are two movies coming to the theater at least in the US i don't know if they're coming uh one is gran turismo which hmm. um people have started dropping at least reactions i don't know if they've dropped their um reviews yet i'm going to be out of town when my screener is so i might hit it up on um um on I actually or really Friday. want to
0: watch this because i'm a huge fan of the director um yes yeah Blom- Blomkamp,
1: well, and the story
0: looks actually good. Like, it, yeah, it, uh, someone was saying this could be this generation's Days of Thunder.
1: Oh, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, that was yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. There's also um, a horror movie uh, called The Last Voyage of the Demeter. It's a Dracula story on a boat. What? Um, isn't it just yeah. Detective Poirot? No, that's Proiré. Haunting in Venice. Oh, right. That's what I thought that
0: was. So we have a Dracula film coming. Okay.
1: Yes. Uh, I don't know how, eh, you know, whatever. Um, oh. I do remember what I was going to say, though, during our news segment. Oh, right. um, I When I saw Meg 2, they played a <laughs> Blue Beetle trailer. Yeah. That's exactly my reaction to it. I leaned over to my youngest son and I was like, are you excited for this anymore? I mean, I was, but now I'm just like. Uh,
0: no that trailer it's so cheesy it's just oh it's not even cheesy in a good way no uh, it looks bad honestly it looks bad it reminds me of the second rate dc movies we've had of late only worse like at least they kind of knew what they were we, we had uh the one with um i can't even remember uh, black adam like it feels like it could be black adam oh. but worse
1: yeah. The could
0: feels like it could be the flash about was. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. The the thing I think that I'm most bummed about because is and it's not about him as an actor, but George Lopez is in this, and the way that he is behaving in this reminds me of him in Spy Kids or or Shark Boy and Lava Girl. I don't remember which one it was, maybe both. Mm. Um where he looked kind of like Modoc <laughs> a little <laughs> bit. I just I it need bothered to get out me. of that yeah
0: so, and we've got anyway. the obviously cobra kai actor uh, miguel
1: yeah yeah which i like
0: him i think he's great oh, he's I, great I, and we know he can and, you know five seasons of choreographed fighting so as an in an action role with like the blue beetle suit he should be physically capable at
1: least and having and having a hispanic superhero i mean you know as it as the yeah, I mean he's a superhero, but I mean just even the the lead actor, I think is great yeah, too. And having I didn't
0: know if Blue Beetle was Hispanic, maybe he wasn't, but yeah, that's very uh, cool.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't know if he was in from the comic or not, but it, you know, yeah. having a movie centered around that, I think that's fun, and I think that's that's wonderful. It's just I, I'm not excited, I think, for the movie, and that could be <sighs> the moments of in the trailer
0: the, that just make me cringe, like when the family is in their spaceship, and
1: I was just like, mm, yeah, I and the grandma with the off. um with the gun. Yeah, no. It felt cheesy more than anything. Yeah. Maybe that's just the way the trailer's cut, but uh, it didn't. I don't know about
0: yeah. that. It just feels too kiddy. Blue, Blue Beetles meant to be fairly
1: dark, actually. Yeah, so mm. fun, but dark. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Um, There is a movie coming to... Let me make sure I have the right place. Yeah, Paramount+. Plus. Um, I've already watched it. No way. It. It's, yeah. It's called uh, Love in <laughs> Taipei, and it's from okay. the producers I believe Uh, some people that were involved in both To All the Boys and uh, Love Kitty XO or XO Kitty whatever that was you saw that series yeah it was so great yeah (laughs) the um this is just your regular standard rom-com I'm gonna say this this is not something to drop everything for it's um it's cute but there you go (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, you got more? Where's this coming to the more. theaters?
0: Oh, it's Paramount.
1: Paramount Plus. Yeah, yeah. Paramount All Plus right. on okay. we Thursday, I think, or Saturday, Friday. Thursday or Friday, something like that, 10th or 11th. Right. No, so. you go.
0: You, you carry on.
1: Uh, there is a limited series on Netflix coming on uh, the 10th called Painkiller. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Have you watched this yet? I still haven't watched it, no. I okay. know you were watching it, yeah. I watched it, yeah. Um, So that's on Thursday. Um, Matthew Broderick is in it and um, (sighs) several other (laughs) people. That's all you need
0: to know about that. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, There's also a, I I think it's a movie. Um, It's called Red, White, and Royal Blue. Comes Mm, to Prime. Coming out on Amazon? Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to this one. I don't. Why? Because I like a rom-com.
0: No, you do. Yeah, that's yeah,
1: true. Yeah. You, you so w- we'll see. I mean, it's a different rom com. Um, probably gonna make p- some people mad, um, because it's it's two oh, men. Oh, because
0: it's it's two men. Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: So, but I, I just knew it was a royal one. Uh,
0: I didn't know it was two dudes. Yeah, I think one is
1: like within the, I mean, within the American government, and one was in within the British government, something like oh, that. I see. So, okay. Yeah.
2: Cool. Do you have anything else? No. Okay. Hmm.
1: All right. Well, hey, thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening along. Uh please like, share, subscribe, ruben with the Ruby channel. <laughs> <laughs> with the Ruby Tuesday over on YouTube. That's what I, was I don't even nice. know where the channel came from, but it's Ruben with the Ruby Tuesday. Uh, Chris with Movies and Munchies. We have a Patreon opportunity, patreon.com slash thebeardedones. Um, don't forget that we have, I mean, it's over 60 videos right now in there. A couple of them are free outside of the paywall, so you can get a glimpse of what we get up to. Uh, the entry to all of the videos to get access to all that is just a pound. Um, And then we have a few more tiers after that, so you can go check that out, patreon.com slash thebeardedones. Wherever you happen to listen to podcasts, if you have not done so already, please rate and review us. That would be huge. Uh, With that, uh, we thank you for joining us, and we will see you next week. Take care.